guys. It's shy, having chai in my quiet corner during lockdown. Still cringing over what a gross 23 year old I was and just thinking, do I really want to carry on reading this? Because the next chapter, it just gets awful. Um, well, I think it's awful. I just think it's just, you know, I think maybe if I was in my mid-twenties reading this, then maybe I wouldn't be quite so cringed out by it. But I wonder also, like, back then when I wrote this, obviously I thought there'd be some point in the future when I would reread this, and I wonder if I ever imagined that I would be quite so cringed out by it. It's also funny because I was thinking um, that when I was 23 years old, did I ever possibly imagine that in nine years' time... I'm going to be sat locked in my house, literally locked in, like not able to go outside, not able to go for dinner with a friend or shopping or anything. Um, so it's quite, um, quite crazy really to see where we, where we have gotten to in nine years. Um, and then paired with that, I was just thinking like at, at 23, did I ever think that there was any chance in hell that I would be 32 years old and single? And um, I really don't think, I think at this moment, I genuinely thought that I would be married with like two kids by now or something. It's it's quite bizarre, but um, that's where my thought process went. And on that note, let's, uh, let's dive straight into our next chapter, A New Boy, the 28th of March, 2011. Well, he isn't actually new, it's dealer, but the developments are new. So stuff got more and more complicated day by day. He was sending me messages on and off all of last week. He was in Bombay and saying that on Saturday night we would go out. So as he said on Saturday, before he flew back, he was sending me messages asking me what my plans were. I obviously didn't have any, so he said he'd call me when he landed and we'd make a plan. So before I continue with that, I need to explain what's going on with Dumman. Last week was a bit of a dull week, and so I wanted to go out with them and just for something to do. He called me on Tuesday night, and we were talking for a while. We said that we would go out on Wednesday night. He sent a message saying that he was busy, but we will do something on Friday. So Friday came around, and I sent him a message saying, Hey, how are you? All I got back was, crazy day at work, we'll call you later. Obviously, he didn't call me later, and so I was annoyed. Then on Saturday, he sent a casual message and I didn't respond until much later. I didn't want to respond because I thought that firstly, I was pissed at him for blanking me on Friday. And secondly, I knew he just wanted to ask what I was doing that night. I wanted to keep the night free for dealer because for some reason I was really beginning to like him. So I ignored it and I didn't respond until after I had seen that dealer had landed in Hyderabad, changed his BBM status and still I had not heard from him. I replied to Daman because I got pissed off at dealer and maybe I was just extremely hormonal or something. And Daman asked me if I wanted to go out. And since dealer hadn't called, I said yes. I didn't really want to go out with Daman, but it was Saturday and I didn't want to stay at home either. So after much planning, Daman came to pick me up. He called to say that he was outside and so I departed. I will emphasise that I still had not heard from dealer by this point. I don't make much effort in what I was wearing. I just put on my standard black Topshop dress and flat shoes. I was not in the mood, but I also refused to stay home on a Saturday night. So I opened the gate and there was a different car. I was thinking that this definitely isn't Dumman's car. 
The window of the driver's side goes down, and who do I see? Dealer, driving with Dumman in the passenger seat. Obviously, my first thoughts were shit. I got in, and it was all kind of a bit awkward. But nonetheless, we went to Engram. When we got there, Dealer just disappeared off, and I was at the bar with Dumman. He was literally one of the dullest people I think I'd ever met. And I mean, I was just so, it was just so difficult to talk to him. I kind of get why Dealer ran off as soon as we got there. But of course, I was pissed. Hormones, remember? And mostly, I was really struggling to find anything to talk about with Dumman. And again, even though there were loads of people there that he knew, he did not introduce me to anyone. Anyway, we eventually left and went to the Park Hotel to the club. The three of us left together, and when we were walking up to the car, this time I insisted on sitting in the front. Again, I'm not so sure why, but I just thought that if I made it to seem to Dealer that I wanted to talk to him, he would be a little bit more forthcoming. At the hotel, I actually got to spend more time with Dealer, much to Dumman's dislike. This is where I found out that Dumman had told Dealer not to call me that night, and to tell him that he had a girlfriend. What the actual fuck? I was just confused. Then, as the evening drew on, we all got more and more drunk, but not as much as Dumman. He was wasted and kept touching me and kept putting his arms around me and I really, really didn't like it. So every time he did, I'd say, where's he gone? Referring to Dealer and made him go look for him. What should have been an obvious sign to in, an, an obvious enough sign to both of them to see who I was actually interested in. So as the evening drew to an end, we left and Dealer suggested that we go somewhere else for a drink. So we did, just the three of us. I was confused and felt awkward. We went to one more hotel and sat in the coffee shop. Since Dealer smoked and Dumman didn't, it made it seem like I was blanking Dumman. But it wasn't like that. He was just annoying me. Anyway, we had another drink and then left. Dumman was dead set on going to an after party, but me and Dealer did not want to go. So we dropped Dumman off to the married couple's house and then Dealer drove me home. So this was like the first time all night that it was literally just the two of us and all we did was talk. We got to the house, gave him... No, sorry. We got to the house and I got the distinct feeling that nothing will happen. So I leant across, gave him a kiss on the cheek, said goodnight and got out of the car. I was actually feeling quite good about the night because even though I wanted something to happen with Dealer, it was probably better that it didn't since I didn't want to get a reputation amongst these guys. But then again, I will always be me. I also begun to get the feeling that maybe he doesn't like me and if I've just made up this whole thing in my head. Nonetheless, it was good. So I got into bed and Dealer called. He told me that he wanted me to come back and go for a drive with him. I asked him why and he insisted that I gave him, I gave, sorry, I asked him why and insisted that he gave me an answer. And eventually he cracked and he said that he liked me. After much persuasion, he convinced me to get out of bed and go for a drive with him. So there I was, in my nightshirt that I slept in, a thong and flip-flops. When I had got into bed, I obviously took off my lenses and my bra, put on the gross old baggy underwear, but as soon as I decided to go, I put on a fresh pair of lenses, a new thong, removed my shirt to put my bra back on, and I put my nightshirt back on. I don't know why I didn't decide to just put on actual clothes. Maybe I am a slut or something. Or maybe I was still a bit drunk. When we were on the phone, he said that he couldn't do anything because of Dumman. So when I got back in the car, I did kind of think something would happen since Dumman wasn't there. I mean, why else would a boy get a girl out of bed at 3am? We drove around for an hour just chatting and flirting quite a bit. 
Although it was really nice just getting to know him, I was kind of wondering if anything was going to happen. When he said flirty comments to me, my stomach was in knots and I could feel my heart racing. You know that feeling when your cheeks burn up and you feel like your face is as red as a lobster? I didn't think Indian people could get like that, but apparently we can. Getting to know him was great, but the build-up was so much worse. For the first time in a very long time, I actually felt nervous about kissing a boy. Eventually, he parked the car. We chatted for a bit longer, and then the kissing began. We got into the back seat, and I climbed over him, so I was straddling him, and we were both quite into it. If we weren't in India with security guards wandering around, I probably would have slept with him. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't want the kissing to stop. I could feel each and every touch from when he gently kissed my lips to the feel of his tongue against my neck before he, <laughs> before he lightly bit it. His hand slid down my waist and for the first time probably ever, I didn't feel self-conscious about my excess flabby bits. I felt the whole time during the kissing that there was something more here and this was confirmed when he held my face in his two hands and he looked dead into my eyes. I looked back as though we each understood what the other was thinking. And then at the same time, we went back into the kissing. Soft and gentle at first, but then it slowly escalated. He really seemed to know what he was doing, which is rare for Indian boys. <laughs> but, but when I looked up and saw a guy watering the plants right behind the car, I jumped off him and we decided that I should probably go home. For once in my life, I thought that this one would have gone differently. But when he was driving, he went weird and wasn't talking to me the same way. I thought that maybe it was just that sobering up stage and I tried not to think about it. So I went up and finally was able to go to bed. The next day I debriefed Giovanna on the evening's events and we had a laugh over it. I got home at 6am so slept for most of the day, although I couldn't really sleep. I lay there thinking about him constantly and staring at my phone, but there was nothing. He didn't send me a message or call, and I just felt like I'd been totally blanked. Stupidly, I made the decision to BBM him and just said, You awake yet? And the response I got? Yep. That was it. I wasn't so much pissed off as I was upset, because I'd actually begun to like him. He did turn it around, though, when he called later asking me what my plan was for the night. We were both going to the same thing, but in the end, separately, neither of us went his BBM messages last night were bad, really bad. So I thought he may need a little encouraging. So I started it off to make it slightly more flirty. That failed. Yet again, it is another idle situation. And you probably won't believe this, but I actually liked Dila a hell of a lot more than I liked Ardil. Remember I was on drugs when I met him, so it doesn't really count anyway. So basically, I have come across yet another guy who has gotten bored of me already. I think I would genuinely like to go out with him, but seeing as I only have one week in Hyderabad left and tonight is my last night before Lisa comes, I really don't see that happening. Oh, and on a final note, Giovanna spoke to Kabir yesterday. Apparently, Kabir told her that Daman told him that he really liked me and wanted to be in a relationship with me. Seriously, considering we had close to zero chat, how the hell can he want to be in a relationship with me? I really hate boys and the stupid drama surrounding them. But on the closing note of the last entry, yes, I think I still do want to have a boyfriend now. So that's the end of that chapter. And the funny part about that is um, 
I say I want to have a boyfriend now, but then why do I keep going for these awful guys who there is clearly no future with? Um, I remember, like, as I'm reading these, I'm remembering these nights um, oddly well. Um, and like, I remember, like, being in the car. I remember when I, go, when, when I came out the gate, when Dumman called me to say that he was there to go out that night. And I came out and I opened the gate. And it's weird the sort of details I remember because the gate to open it was like this big black gate at the end of the driveway. And you have to like, you, you have to like push it up, push up this latch on the top of it. Um, and then you open one side of the gate and then you turn around and close it and put the latch down. And that always used to make me super self-conscious because um, it was like, because I'd be wearing this dress. And, you know, as I mentioned ages before this, I wasn't really a dress wearing type of person. So then reaching up in this anyway, like what I thought was a short dress, just made me really like uncomfortable. And then when I, I remember seeing him when I put the window down and bearing in mind, I'd met this guy once before, like literally once. And it's not, I, like it was just weird. And I got in the car um, and I sat in the middle of the back seat so that, I, and then I leant forward so that I could talk to both these guys on each side of me. And the first thing Dealer said to me is, um, he said, what, did you bathe in a bath of roses or something? And it was because I was wearing um, my Jo Malone red roses perfume, um, which, uh, I, I mean, I still use that perfume to this day, funnily enough, and I love it. And it's like, it's a really like beautiful smell or whatever. And I just remember sitting there just thinking this is such a bizarre experience. And then, like, you know, as I'm reading this, um, I do often wonder that, like, I mean, am I just, like, was this all just a figment of my imagination? Like, maybe, like, neither of them were, like, actually into me, and I have just constructed this entire thing in my head, and, like, I don't know, like, overly romanticised it or something. Um, and then I remember going, when we walked into this bar, and Grill, which was one of, um, which was, yeah, like it was. It's a really lovely place that we used to go to a lot, and um, I don't I have no idea if it's still there or not because I actually don't go to Hyderabad like at all anymore, like now. Um, and um, I remember just walking in, and there was like a sea of people, and not even in like a boy obsessed kind of way or anything, but like just a sea of people that like they were all fun, and you know, like everybody was out having fun and. Like, you know, it wouldn't have taken much for Dumman to introduce me to anybody. And even in the few times where he said hi to someone, I would kind of, like, stand forward and be like, hi, I'm shy. And then, like, you know, an attempt, then he would, like, sweep me off somewhere else. So he was, um, there were issues with Dumman. But as I said, like, at that point, I think very different because, again, not that I'm, I'm, I'm not actively in touch with him now. We've had, like, on-off contacts over the years and stuff. But um, he's really sweet, and he, he is a sweet guy now, but I think that's also because now he's married and he's settled down and blah, blah, blah. Um, but he's a good boy, really. Um, and then, like, all of it with, with Dealer, like, even with the other people that we meet throughout the course of this of this diary, like, I think a lot of people just didn't understand what happened with Dealer and me, because, like, he became... Well, considering the name of the next chapter is the psycho is released and that is referring to me not him i think it's needless to say that i basically become completely obsessed with him um and yeah it's it's not cool and it's not healthy but oh it's gonna get really bad and also i must apologize for the terrible 
grammar and writing. So actually, while I'm reading it, because there's a lot of stuff which is written in present tense, I am kind of like reading it as how it would make sense to me. So I am changing the tenses every now and again. And so there might not be a lot of consistency in that. So I do apologize. Um, but yeah, that's the end of uh, this one. Um, check in soon for uh, the psychotic release of my next chapter, apparently. Um, thanks for listening. Bye.